0: Thank you.
1: To another episode of Dater's Gonna Date with me, myself, Roisin, and of course, as always,
0: Nicola. Will we ever get bored of doing those intros? I don't. <laughs> I know. I feel like we should just record an intro and I just insert it every episode, but it always is the same. It's you introducing and me going,
1: and me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just trying to hype us up for the next, what could be half an hour, 45 minutes, hour, hour and a half. You can never predict how these things are going to go when we start.
0: I always laugh at how we're like, um, okay, well, we'll get a quick hour in, blah, blah, blah. And then I'll go and I'll, like, you'll make your dinner and I'll watch you senders. And then what always happens is I'm like, we've nothing to really talk about. And four hours later, I'm like, oh, I have to edit all of that.
1: <laughs> I have to take out all the ums and ams and yeah. everything else that went And the off. times
0: that you used my full name. Yeah, yeah and- exactly,
1: exactly. And God help you guys, I can only apologize for last, uh, the last episode where the um, reverb, I think it was coming from my laptop. Hopefully all is good today. Not sure what the hell happened. Um, But we've had a great reaction so far to the orange uh, coming onto the podcast. Um, That's great. Shifting and Drifting has 10,000 followers on TikTok. So congrats to her. Um, And if you're new here, uh, if you just tuned in for the first time, or you just listened to our last episode, uh, please do go back listen to some other episodes, rate, review, subscribe, but only review if you're being sound. I want to know if you think it's terrible.
0: <laughs> my friend was out, I was out with my friend last night and um, a friend of hers joined us in like the hotel that we were having uh, dinner in. Yeah. And she was like, oh, I'm just, her friend was like, oh, I'm just so sick of like po- uh, all my podcasts. I've, I've caught up on all of them and I'm, and like, the, apart from the, you know, Tommy and Hector's and, and uh, Joanne and Vogues and, um." She's like, I need some new ones, and my friend was staring at me going, Can I tell her? Can I tell her? And I was like, Tell her what? And she was like, About daters, I was like, You can tell her what? You can tell her about it if you want. And she goes, and then of course your one was like, "What's why is that weird?" Why? And I was like, "Oh my god, it's like people are not meant to know who we are. It's supposed to be a secret." <laughs> damn it, oh, damn you, Elaine, for outing me to a rando that I don't even know. But if you are listening, hi Avril, and welcome, <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome. Yeah, I know. Like, I it's so
1: funny. Like when, like obviously, people we know and they laugh. And they're like, "Oh, you're anonymous," and I'm like, "But we actually are. Like, mm. you know it because you're our friend." I'm like. Yeah. And strangers don't know, except, except for a few that put two and two together. Um, but like you know, like we can't be giving out all the dates because then, sure, we just have all our exes and everyone coming on here, had <laughs> to listen to us.
0: They've been mentioned. Ma- oh yeah, they'd be like, "How come I'm not mentioned?" They'd be like, "Wait a second, I haven't been mentioned. Why?" And I'm be like, "Because you are a waste of time. <laughs> yeah, um, there's no point." And also, if we we don't exactly do many dates as it is, but if we wanted to get any future dates, probably it would minimize even more if people yeah, actually yeah. knew who we were.
1: Yeah, I've been I've been a bit light on the dating front there. It was so funny I was in a wedding and uh, my um mom was like, "Oh, you know, the any men at this?" I was like, "It's a gay wedding, yeah. <laughs> it's a gay wedding. The only straight man who will be there will be with their wives slash girlfriends." I was like, yeah. "It's a homosexual wedding."
0: But
1: mm. I will say it wasn't a beautiful goddamn wedding I've been to. It well, was.
0: like, I would like all the gays of my life to hurry up and put a ring on it because it has been a long time since I voted yes and I have not been to one gay wedding yet. So, ah, stop.
1: That's I terrible. Am. You need to go to one. Uh, quite literally, the gay weddings I've been to have been the no offense to anybody else's wedding, but <laughs> and they have been some of the top notch weddings.
0: Yeah, so well, you're you're uninvited to all the straight weddings that oh you're about to be invited to. I'm with <laughs> me. This saves me a hell, of, a hell of a lot of money. I'm telling Granya, Grainne's not inviting you <laughs> to her wedding. That's it. Um Congratulations, Shana Johnson. It was a beautiful day. <laughs> I have to say, your mom. Uh, you sent me a funny message today from your mom. Yes. Yep. She sent me uh, an article
1: about Mertie Whelan. And was like, That's for Nicola. <laughs> Except she spelled your name Nicola or something. I don't know how she spelled it. She's obviously in such a rush to get the message. across.
0: She knew Um, I needed that urgent Marty news, which was Marty steps out with his daughter.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it was on the red carpet for something. And she thought, you know, she she basically was like, I know she likes him. Mm -hmm. So thanks for listening, ma'am. Thanks for giving that extra (laughs) one listen per episode. Well, you're told to. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Speaking of your mom, uh, your mom did listen to our Trupple episode and I believe you have. Now, I haven't read this yet. So Roshin has read. We have a letter from a listener who has got something to say about the Trupple episode. So yes, I'm intrigued. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it so. from one of the trupple
1: people? <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't believe this gentleman, Anonymous, uh, I assume he doesn't want his name out there. Um, so he just says, hi there, ladies. Male Singleton, living in Dublin here, enjoying the podcast. It's a jungle out there.
0: Oh, I was listening- we have a male listener. Yay! yay.
1: <laughs> uh, and potentially straight as well. So double um, yay. I was listening to the episode with the girl and the soldier in the trouble, and thought I would add something. So oh. here we go. So he said, as an ex-soldier, I left the army in 2018. I was going to try to leave a voice message explaining why soldiers are such dirty whores. <laughs> I can't speak for Gardee though, but if you know, uh, now he was saying he could leave me a message. But anyway, he was saying that we'd probably pull about his argument apart if he sent a voice note onto us. He said it wouldn't last five minutes if I'm li- live on the air with you girls. <laughs> but what he said is his main point would be that when you're in the army, the job means we put ourselves constantly in danger all the time. Not all of us are getting home. Better men and women than me have died on the battlefield. The fact is, life is short, is a nagging thing we live with all the time. Short-term gratification helps us deal with that fact. Short-term gratification also helps keep the bad dreams of when you're in battle and alleviates the guilt that you survived. I mean, we already feel guilty for surviving, so any other guilt pales in comparison. Now, You may rightly call that a load of shite. And I know plenty of soldiers who love their wives and will call them constantly on tour and never do anything except get very, very drunk. It's probably just a bit more nuanced in real life than it might appear. And he said, Andy did say female soldiers can be just as bad. But yeah, that's the sort of thing I would say. It might not excuse such behavior, but it might help others understand it a bit better, question mark. (laughs) It might help women understand it's us, not them. That's the problem. I can't comment on the triple. That's just whack. <laughs> I, I couldn't handle that personally. And I've been to war. Looking forward to hearing more of the podcast. The name of the gentleman.
0: OK, <laughs> so he's saying that... The reason that people, think that, that soldiers are massive whores and etc. obviously not all soldiers, hashtag, um, <laughs> is because they have survivor's guilt. Is that what the guards are going to use now as an excuse? There was some fella outside McDonald's not going to block off another fella, so I had to go to coppers and get the ride. Uh,
1: I kind of, I I could kind of understand more for a soldier, not a guard, because definitely anyone who served active duty in a war-torn country or a dangerous place And even I know that my dad years ago was in the UN Peace Corps, and he was in Africa, and they were there as a peace thing, but they were shot at like the whole lot. So I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think that. You think you have
0: some brothers and sisters in Africa? Is that what you're saying?
1: Listen, (laughs) I'm just saying, I'm just saying. I hope mom isn't listening to this to be (laughs) warned again. Um, but um, like I, I, I kind of, I, I get it in one sense, and another sense, I'm like, Ah, Jesus, come on. Do you, if, does that make sense Like mm-hmm. I kind of yeah. see it And then I'm kind of like Ah no For fuck's sake Yeah you know? well like I think I don't I think but Actually hold on I kind of get being a whore As long as you don't have A fucking wife Or someone at home
0: Oh yeah Like I well like come, To be fair Like if I was a Soldier and you're being shot at And I would understand Especially if you went With somebody in your unit You're after going through A horrific day You're single You know you're just Going to jump into bed With like whoever Understands what that's like Grant That's there's no one being hurt there. That's fine. But like, if you've got a wife at home and yeah, you're being shot and yeah, there is that like adrenaline and then the come down and the guilt and the, you know, especially if you've lost somebody in your unit or whatever like that, there's, yeah, you know, you need comfort, blah, blah, blah. But like, I also can't justify it. Like I can... I suppose I can see where the argument comes from. But like there is a girlfriend, wife, boyfriend, husband, you know, if it's the female the other way around. At home, baby. Children, yeah, at home, minding kids or just waiting for you. Like they're not going out. On a night out and scoring other people, and like they think that what you're doing all day, every day is protecting people and that, and then you basically go to bed and then you go up and do that. They're not thinking you're out boozing and then sleeping around the place. I don't know. Like I do, like yeah, like you. I get like that. There has to be times that maybe something happens and that you're traumatized by it, and in the you might seek seek that what was whatever way he worded it. Um, the temporary, you know, kind of comfort or oh,
1: you like both it's like a short yeah. term, yeah. Was. I could I I could particularly maybe understand it if um like if you'd lost somebody mm. and going back and the comfort of you know somebody just might alleviate that pain and stuff. But it, yeah, it's kind of a real sticky one. It's a kind of yeah. you know like then are we just giving are we just being lenient because we're you giving like credence to be like oh you can live you're yeah. an when somebody dies. I'm like yeah. That's the thing.
0: Are you? In a way, it's kind of like that only works once. That excuse only works one time. Like, you know, it works if you've lost, you know, you've seen someone die right in front of you or or you've lost someone in your unit or someone you know or whatever. That works one time. You cannot use that excuse again. Even if the same thing happens again, you can't be like, oh, come here. It happened a second time. So I went back and had sex with your one again. Like, no, like that's not fair. So, yeah, I don't know. And also it's like, uh, I think with the go- the girl who spoke to us and sent in the thing, there was so many layers to his lies of like the poetry and the let's me up and come to my house and stuff like that. Like it's not a a hookup in a bar or anything like that. Yeah, there was like I
1: find that worse almost mm. because uh, a fellows going in shifting shagging whatever. It's not great, No. Right? It's not great. But a guy like pouring so much bullshit
0: mm-hmm. like
1: into it, making like the over-exaggeration. Now, I think we talked at the time when we told the story that the two of us would be like, we're fucking out here. <laughs> As in, if a guy was being really sickly su- sweet like that, oh. we'd be fucking done. We'd, we'd be absolutely done with the whole thing. So, I, like, how that was not a nail warning signal. But, you know, like some girls love that. And I. that's the thing that really bothered me with that whole story, was just how much he'd fake mm-hmm put into it. And also
0: um, he downloaded date naps. Like, so they met on an app. So like, again, it's not like I've had a traumatic day and I've had a few too many whiskeys and I'm, some girl gets chatting to me at the bar and one thing leads to another. Like, that's not that. This is, I've downloaded an app. I've gone swiping. I've talked to you for a day or two. We've arranged a date. I sat with you in your company sober for an hour yeah. or two hours, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, there's so much deceit there. And then that's yeah. before the like poetry and yeah. shit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So no, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. And also, so
0: I, I would love if the version. <laughs> so that guy's next soldier, right? Where yeah. are the guards defending themselves? Because they know their horse. They know they can't. One guard has can't. ever written into us.
1: This this man at least tried to defend his his former yeah. colleagues uh, uh, at the very least. Um, uh, well, he didn't clarify whether he was a whore or not. If you yeah. want to know us on
0: whether. Actually, could you just reply and bad. let us know if you're a whore or if you did any of these things and that's why you're trying to defend them? <laughs> well, he's single now, so.
1: There we go. We obviously didn't work out. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Please don't go. We're only one straight male listener. Yeah,
0: don't. We have two. We definitely have two. We have another guy who messages us, so we've at least two straight male yeah. listeners.
1: Although we did have a DM from a guy. guy now I don't know if it was a real person or not. It was in our air uh, request box, and it was oh. just like, "I'm looking for a girlfriend." I was oh just, yeah,
0: I saw that. Was that was so like, weird. Yeah, <laughs> but, I was like, um, no. I, "Does he think that like we're a dating service?"
1: <laughs> I was. Ha- I was like, I I ain't got to. I'm not responding to this. No. I, I don't have time today for this, sir. No. So if you are genuine, I am sorry. I, I just thought you were some sort of weirdo bot trying to get us to go onto some leak link. And
0: so. um, like Roisin's, uh not looking for a boyfriend, considering she's just you know got out of that, and she hates men and only really wants like twenty minute hookup and then good luck. Yeah. Yeah. And me, I'd go. I'm going off traveling for a couple of months next year. The last thing I want is a boyfriend.
1: Yeah. So there you go. There we go. That's the crack. But um, maybe if you're a genuine guy, you can send us an email instead. Mm. Maybe you could have a listener. Who
0: might
1: yeah. might going to do it? IRL at gmail.com. Yes. Yeah. Send In- us Twitter your.
0: Website. And if you are or know a guard, it doesn't have to be a boy. We can have a female guard as well. Um, Send us a defense or an honest, an honest yeah. review. do we'll and
1: say your name. You won't say your name, or you can send us a voice note on Instagram as well. But the reason we're here—the mm-hmm. bad dating stories—and we yeah. have a essay. I think <laughs> is the only way it's described. It came in a PDF format.
0: Yes. That's how serious she me, it was. She sent it in to us. Um, I read it Um, and I then drunkenly tried to describe it to Roisin, Um, yeah. at a lecture picnic. And yeah. she, like you said, you probably remember bits of it.
1: Yeah. So I, my reactions were probably full on genuine because I can't, we, we might have been a little bit drunk at EP, <laughs>
0: Just for the point of it. So. I don't know all those seltzer cans that we let fall a hundred times walking from the campsite.
1: delicious. Or when I fell off my chair and a can of Bulmers went all over me. How I didn't pick up a gentleman. 20 minutes weekend, after we
0: arrived at our tent.
1: It's <laughs> By Bulmers. You can only imagine. The wa- The wasps are mad into me. Bet into me. But uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how I didn't pick up anyone that weekend. Between that and the chats we were having. We won't get into it, lads. But, uh, <laughs> say. We'll probably be fired from next year's EP.
0: <laughs> well, I'm going to read you about this, so at yeah. any time you want to interrupt, just do and we'll we'll discuss. Um, yeah. But as I said, it is a PDF. It is an essay. So sit back, get your cup of tea. And if you're out walking, just get yourself together. This is a little tale from a listener of ours. Okay. Cast your mind back to 2016, when Obama was still president, when the O'Donovan brothers pulled like a dog and COVID was not even a thought in anyone's mind. And this is where our story begins. It was the end of November and I match with Ian on Tinder. And she says, please note that Ian is his real name because he doesn't deserve any anonymity whatsoever. Plus, I'm not giving his surname, so it's fine. <laughs> anyway, we match, chat for a couple of weeks, and he asked me out to arrange a date. There are a couple of moments where I'm wondering if he's being a bit of a dick where he says something like, I'm from the mountains, so I look down on everyone who's from Dublin. But I pass it off as banter and him trying to show his sense of humour and they arrange a date. They arranged the date for quarter past seven in the city centre in Dublin. He wants to do dinner, which really should have triggered alarm bells there and then because we all know drinks are the most appropriate first date choice. We talked about this last week with uh, with the orange.
1: The orange, no dinner until you're a good few dates in.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry, but dinner... As I said, I was eating curry yesterday on my own at home on my own. I swilled curry all day myself. So if you think that I am going to go out on a date where I have to try and impress someone to try and make them my life partner,
1: oh, forget it. Like me trying to eat a sandwich in the office and work, like is bad enough. It's <laughs> yeah. by my it's never fucking mind a date. And So, curry to,
0: bust. so our, to our to so. our two straight male listeners, don't suggest dinner for a first date. Like it's definitely more of a fourth date. Nah, maybe twelfth. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I would. O- I would only do it. If it was like before payday, and you were pretty broke,
0: and you needed someone to pay for your dinner, actually, someone did message into us, didn't they, and say it's a cost of living crisis. So I've got to get a free. We've got to get them free dinners into us. <laughs> okay, so. <clears throat> On the day I get of the date, I get called up in work and text him around half three to say I'll be about a half an hour. Sorry, an hour delayed, and I push the date until eight, so that you know she doesn't want to come across as late. And he says, "Not a problem. I work in town, so I'll stay later in the office and grab a quick drink on my way while I'm waiting for you." Grant. She gets home. This is so specific. She gives me the exact time. <laughs> I get home at six twenty three. Run in the door, shouting at my housemate that I've no time to talk. There's a bus at six forty, and I will be on it. I know these times as I've gone back through my phone to check my housemate scoffs and knows this is an impossible task but I prove him wrong quick shower clearly a body shower and ladies know there's definitely not enough time to be washing her hair in the, this tiny little oh. so it was 6.23 she had 17 minutes to get to the bus how oh, oh, this is
1: impossible this is impossible I wouldn't even be out at the shower in 17 minutes
0: <laughs> yeah well you definitely wouldn't drugs yeah. or even if you were you'd be sitting there on your phone
1: yeah I'd be sitting there Michelle. a <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: So she's like, i have some sort of face plastered on, first day outfit thrown on. She has a she has a go to first day outfit. So that means she doesn't have to pick uh, something every single time. Runs to the bus stop shouting goodbye at her housemate while desperately trying to put on jewellery at the same time. This date, I'm very proud of myself and I update Ian on my amazing progress, letting him know I'm actually around 45 minutes ahead of time and therefore I'll be in around our original time. It's a dark and wet night And back then I lived at the bus She could see the bus from her window She knew the bus would be leaving bang on time She got on and she said That's the end of my stress now for the rest of the night The weather and the Christmas shoppers Meant that the bus was crawling so slow She gets past the bleeding horse And he texts her asking if she's going to be long And what drink she likes She says it's a nice gesture But I'm not sure it's a wise idea to let a stranger buy me a drink That I can't see So I said I haven't decided yet what drink I want him work away and she won't be there. T- she won't be long. I ask where he's sitting so I don't have to walk around like an Egypt looking for him and he takes back the directions to his table all as well. She gets to... The River Bar, which is the new Q Bar. I don't even know if it's called the River Bar anymore. So,
1: no, it was called Q Bar and River Bar is its name now, no? Or has it changed its name again?
0: I have no idea. I haven't been the in it. The one
1: on the Westmoreland Street, right? Yeah, do you know underneath the
0: Heineken? One. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, well, we all know where that bar is. If you're from Dublin, yeah. you know where that bar is. Um, She said, it's not my choice of venue, but he was insistent that the steak is so good there so she walks in she finds his uh, clearly following his directions turn right walk along the tables by the window and he's not there so she slightly starts to panic wonder if I've been stood up no such luck you'll agree later she says (laughs) so I agree the best plan of action is to make my way to the bar and order myself a glass of wine and send a quick text to say I've arrived but I can't find him Suddenly, I hear someone storming up behind me and I'm summoned back to a table. It's evident as at this point why I couldn't find him because A, his directional skills are completely shite and B, guess what? He looks nothing like his pictures. Oh,
1: no! <laughs> uh, and I would just say as well, the river bar is like one of the brightest. But Now, probably, maybe not in winter, right? But like, mm. it's really bright. It's all glass. And it's always really lit up. I mm. had a raging argument with my ex in there bawling my fucking eyes out and i the whole fucking place could see us. It's not, it's not like, it's not a place.
0: It's not a date place.
1: Yeah, I think it's like, it's 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 way too open and like obvious. Mm. It's like, like darker pubs. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Like, it's not so obvious you're on a date. Yeah. Right. And
0: if you're going to go to a date bar like you know where it's like dark and tables are like just two, at least yeah. everybody in there is doing the same thing. So like no yes. one's staring at you because they're like, well, we're also on we're a are all, date. We're all <laughs> United here and every girl that goes to the toilet is like, "Oh, you're on a date as <laughs> well." You know. So exactly. not a I haven't been in years so I don't know. Didn't know it was that bright. So that's a bit shitty. So she's going there, it's bright as you say and she he doesn't look like, his, doesn't
1: photos. Look like
0: his photos. Mm. So she says, I sit down and he starts off by giving out that I walk straight past him and she's one brackets, I bloody should have kept going. And <laughs> then he starts giving out about how late I am, even though I'm way earlier than the time that they change it to eight. Yeah. Um, so it's like half seven when she arrives there. She's like, This is not a good start, but I'm here now, and hopefully the move will improve. But not until he has the chance to give out about the fact that every time he orders a whiskey, the barman, who he knows, keeps sending down a Heineken and it's ruining his whiskey. And she says, well, just don't drink the Heineken. They'll hardly send you another one if it's still full. Is what she's like. That's a completely logical response. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. Anyway, what she says is I don't cop is that he's double the drink ahead of me. The menu's arrived. She still hasn't had a drink and she tries to order a glass of wine. But he insists I get a bottle because I'll also have a glass of dinner. We look at the menu and since he's been raving on with this bloody steak, I order it. <laughs> the best part. He orders soup for us to share.
1: Ah, now What? Love it, love it. <laughs> sorry, you kissed this man. I haven't even kissed him. You not even met him. soup with someone I was in love with. No. I wouldn't even, no.
0: I'm not sharing soup with you when I know you 20 years, gal. Not happening. <laughs> not happening. No.
1: No. I'm sorry. No.
0: no. Oh, I, I'm
1: sorry, I would have wanted to leave. Tell me she didn't drink the soup.
0: <laughs> she goes, um, <laughs> She goes, I can't remember what else you ordered. The soup stuck in my mind because who the actual fuck shares soup?
1: <laughs> like l- nobody. No. Like, That's- whenever, like the odd occasion, someone might be like, try try my soup. Yeah. As in, here's a separate spoon. Try a little bit of it, but not to share. Do
0: you know what I think, right? I watch a lot of Criminal Minds and they always talk about the serial killer trifecta. So yeah. like, it's like abused animals, all this kind of stuff, right? Yeah. I think they should make it into a square. And if somebody says they share soup, serial killer. Serial killer. Absolutely. Without a doubt.
1: No doubt about it that he has also killed baby birds. Oh,
0: without a doubt. He's probably like my old friend. He's probably going hunting fucking deer. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're all sharing soup out in the out yeah. in the wilderness. Out in the
0: wilderness while they wait for the deer. They're like, here, have a drink of my soup. Here's my Cully and Scully. <laughs> Scully and Sully, not Scully. That's weird. Anyway. It's the x file soup. The x file soup. So while waiting on the food, we chat about where we live, our housemates, and he says he's sharing a uh, flat with a girl from Poland or something like that. He said yeah. when she arrived over, she only had her deposit and three weeks rent, but but that he allowed her to stay on anyway. And he was so kind to do this, even though he rents, as if the, he rents the house, when actually it's the landlord's decision that yeah. she would pay the week that she was short on, which she did. The girl he how, how shared with at the time is away as her boyfriend lived abroad so they flew back and forth in my mind I was thinking how ideal this was when the boyfriend comes over four nights so she's away four nights so so he doesn't have to be around them that much but no no he has to focus on the fact that he lives with a couple even though it's only like four nights um, a month I point out that if they both live in Dublin the girlfriend will be over or the boyfriend will be over twice a week but there's no point arguing with this dipshit he then starts to go on about how re- unreasonable she is about oversharing things I said what do you mean because in the house, we all share milk. Um, If we run out of tea or coffee, we just rob it from somebody else's press. And she was saying that about her house. And he goes, exactly. I came home the other night starving. I had no food. And she had loads of bread in her press. So I made some toast and she went mental the next day. And it's like, well, oh, that's weird. If there's loads of bread and you're going to replace it, what's the problem? But he said, oh, no, I would never replace it. And she had six slices of bread. I only had five, but she was giving out. I didn't leave her enough to make her lunch.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. What a <laughs> head one slice. What a dickhead. Yeah. I mean, we do. I do that here. Like, I, I'm i renting. And like, I mean, literally, my housemate took one of my bagels and she's like, I'll replace it. I was like, I'll be waiting seven years for that fucking bagel. I'm never going to see that bagel. It's fine. But like, I'm not going to say. it. But if she ate my last one.
0: Yeah. we fucking fuming. There's also other things that would really like... Especially if it's at nighttime, because if if she has toast in the morning or makes her lunch or whatever, she's not going to be able to have time to go to the shop and stuff and then go off to work. So, like, that's shitty. Like, it's a different thing if the thing, like, you took, I don't know, a burger that you can replace by evening time, by the time she's going to eat it or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No, not cool, man. Well, in good news.
1: Add that. The square has become a octagon or whatever.
0: I'm telling you. People are going to people. Criminal Minds may actually have an episode about this fella soon won't you see
1: A guard might be onto us not only to defend themselves but also to
0: tell, tell us that they arrested an Ian for a spree of serial Oh my killing. god if you're a guard and you know Ian let us know <laughs> <laughs> So the long awaited soup arrives she says leek and potato for those who are wondering
1: <laughs> I don't mind that now that's a nice soup but I still don't want to share it
0: No I'm I not sharing aunt. lumpy's potato soup with was- Freak!
1: What if it was too hot
0: and he like spat? In? Ah! Oh, imagine You know He's dipping his bread and and then the bread gets stuck, breaks off and it was lumpy bread. That's fine if it's your own soup. Not over we're sharing. Oh. <gasps> she says. He asked, when soup came, he asked the waitress for a second soup spoon and she said, <laughs> judging by the waitress' reaction, she knew she was not the weirdo in this point. And she said, honestly, I don't want any soup, but a bit of bread to be grand because I haven't eaten since half 12. But no, no, wait for this. He didn't want to share the bread, so she had to order more. So he wanted to share the soup, but not... Uh, stop.
1: Stop. Okay, we're adding this too. It's now a <laughs> fucking... I don't know what what shape it is now but
0: it's big. <laughs> okay, so the waitress comes back to clear one bowl of share soup and she asks her I want another drink. She's like in fairness the kitchen has been quite slow so the two of us have had two glasses of wine each and the bottle is going empty. Knowing I have another hour ahead of me sitting with this morning, and I said, "Yeah, can I just get a glass of wine?" And he said, "If you're sticking to wine we might as well get another bottle." And then turns to me and says, <laughs> "Oh god. You look the kind of girl who drinks more than a bottle a night." A bottle in the night. Yeah, you look like the type oh of girl who drinks a bottle a night. Sorry. Oh, no.
1: It doesn't, mar- a it doesn't
0: Sorry. matter what the end of that sentence is, right? You look like the type of girl, full stop. You know, nothing coming after that is going to be good. Don't ever say to anybody, you look like the type of end. No.
1: That's a joke I have with some friends, but like it is a joke. It's like, well, you look like the type of girl who'd like Chinese. You know what I mean? I yeah. don't like, okay. like that. But like, oh no oh, oh god this, i like it's just getting worse and it's I not know. even over yet no
0: she hasn't like that made it to the main course here
1: <laughs> oh steak's gonna be minging as well isn't it, it yeah
0: out. so she goes at this stage this man is really pissing me off and it really bugged me so I happened or so something had, sorry so he had something on his wrist or whatever I must have missed that part there but anyway um, I asked him what happened to his wrist it was covered up and he kept pulling at it so it was really hard to ignore he went into a le- lengthy and highly dramatic story about how he accidentally burnt it accidentally burnt it on a candle she was like how the hell would you burn your wrist on a candle you might ask the light went in his bathroom and he was in the middle of a stand up between him and his landlord over who had to replace the bulb he was having a fight with his landlord about who replaces oh, a bulb.
1: The bulb
0: yeah fuck's sake so she says, oh gosh. she says to him, you do. You're responsible for the little things, especially when you're living there a few years. But no, according to him, that was the wrong answer. So instead of him buying and fitting a new bulb, he was going to the toilet and sharing by candlelight and burned his wrist when he was reaching for his toothpaste. What? Why? Do you, why
1: did you not bulb get it was like a fiver. Me? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You should have got up and left. Why are you still on this date? I, I want to go back in time six <laughs> years and go to River Bear and be like, please leave. You are going to send an email of this date to a future <laughs> podcast and I'm going to lose my
0: mind. Do you think that maybe she was just like, I'm here now? And I just like. I
1: get it. Look, you ordered a main. You're probably starving. Yeah, half half a soup wouldn't have taken the edge off. God,
0: she didn't even want the bleeding soup, and she had to get her own bread. Slice of bread. So the dinner arrives. Yes. Um, she said the steak was absolutely shit, by the way. So, anyone yeah. who's thinking maybe I'll go to River Bar for a steak, the answer there is no. And yeah. she said, We moved on to the topic of work. He mentioned he'd been offered a transfer to his London office and he didn't know what he was going to do. The basic package was good, more than he was earning here. And they were giving him moving money, setting him up an apartment, the whole works. I obviously was massively encouraging this move as he was already making talks so, on the second day. So, I yeah.
1: hope God, you're not in this country anymore. She's I was like, like, only hope the women in London are fucking
0: left here. Yes. Sorry, London listeners about that. If he is there, she said, I figured if he was, wasn't was in the country, it would be brilliant. I kept saying to him how great it was for his career, how important it is not to turn in promotion. Ireland's so expensive. Basically, leave and don't come back. <laughs> she goes, I popped to the toilet after dinner and passed a group of lads and genuinely had to stop myself from going over and asking one of them to come rescue me. I figure I'm a big girl. I need to sort this out myself. I've lasted this long. I can make it to the end of this shared bottle and scarper. When I come back, he then goes to the toilet for ages, but she was happy enough because she had a bit of quietness from Then The waitress comes to clear the plate when he's gone and I ask for the bill. He comes back before it arrives and our conversation keeps going. Anyway, he's a bit peeved off when he brings in the bill and realizes I've asked for it. So she goes, I asked him what it was and it's 185 euro, right? Whoa. She goes, I give him 100 euro. Going and that's
1: past- six years ago. Yeah. Yeah. In mind. yeah,
0: this is in Dublin prices now. Yeah. Like That's yeah. six years ago prices. It's like, I give him 100 euro wondering how the hell it's so bloody expensive but say nothing. As he takes the money from me he says I'm going to keep this and use it as collateral to ensure I get another date with you. And she goes as if that's going to make me go oh deadly now I definitely want to date you again. She goes I reach over and look at the bill and it turns out before she arrived he had been drinking 18 euro whiskeys and had three of them. Then I remember he had a Heineken with each one so he had six drinks before she arrived six Heinekens and six whiskeys. Why
1: did she give him 100 euro?
0: Because she hadn't seen the bill at this point, she just kind of wanted...
1: I, I wouldn't give. I don't hand. Oh, I wouldn't hand over any money until I saw the bill with my own eyes. Yeah, true. I wouldn't. How bad that date is going.
0: Maybe she was just like so eager to end it. She was like true. Just him the get money. Out of there. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah.
1: Also, no blame her for that either.
0: Also, like if you're if you don't want a second date, you're not going to allow him to pay for you. So you're kind of like, here's my money quickly, yeah, so yeah, that yeah, you're yeah, like yeah, yeah. that kind of way. Yeah. Um, she was like. So he'd had six drinks and had the cheek to insinuate that she was the alco after having the third glass of wine. So yeah, him saying to her, you're the type of girl that looks like she's a bottle of wine and him having six Rick. drinks before she gets there. Quick. She was like, realising I've paid a hundred euro for some bread, a tough overcooked steak and three glass of wine. I grabbed the bottle and top up my wine glass to the brim. ensuring so I'm getting some sort of value for money. She yeah. was like, in fairness, it was a, <laughs> I don't drink wine, but you can tell me this is good. And New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc from the Marlborough region. So it was very tasty.
1: Very nice. Lovely. <laughs>
0: I'm, she, I'm like, I'm literally like, it was a prone And it's alcoholic. Yeah. If it was me, I'm like, it's a peroni from the Italian region. Uh, and... <laughs>
1: look, if it's not a Chardonnay, nay, I'm happy.
0: Yes. So, right. That's
1: generally my output.
0: Um, okay, so then she said, we continue having a conversation about work, and he starts off about how teachers have it so easy, how I only work half days, how I get most of the year off, etc. I then talk about how I'm in between two schools, one in the inner city and one in Finsborough, and he makes some sort of comment about the kids not needing education, as they won't amount to anything. Yeah, she goes, that seriously pisses me off as everyone's entitled to education no matter where they're from. She then He then asks what I do in my Friday school. So I tell him I support the junior classes and take the kids for learning sport, do some of the teaching with English as their additional language. So the people who don't have English as their first language helps them out. Then I say something about, along the lines of me preferring the Friday school as the staff are younger. We meet up more and the, I've been out the previous weekend with, she's going to call him Johnny, but he's that's not his real name, and his husband Ian interrupts me to ask me who Johnny is. And I say he's one of the junior infant teachers and I continue my story and he interrupts me again. Johnny is a teacher. Yes. And he's married to a man. Yes. Well, his husband is from South America and they're married two years. He butts in with this. Get ready to get angry. Oh, no. But teachers can't be gay. Ah! No! So she's like, I she starts that. laughing, thinking he's joking, and she continues on with her story. And then he cuts in across and goes. He starts yelling at her. No, teachers can't be gay. You'll only influence children into becoming oh gay. Oh
1: my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! When you just when you think it oh
0: can't get any worse.
1: No, you know what? I going to go back in time, twenty sixteen. Go in there and shoot him in the face.
0: Yeah,
1: is that okay? Yeah, I'll borrow it off your old dear friend pal.
0: Honestly, I I am gonna go to my old friend from the with the deer and go. Listen, give us a loan that gun, would you? Yeah. <laughs> so she goes. I sat. So a homophobe on top of everything else. Yeah, he's a homophobe, misogynistic. Doesn't believe that um. And he's a uh, he's obviously he's a tight bastard and an alcoholic. And he also thinks that um people from certain parts of the countries don't deserve education because of where they're born. Yeah. So wow. she goes. I'm sitting back in my chair and looking at my situation. I have an ignorant, racist, classist, and now homophobic man sitting in front of me who I'd been exceptionally patient with and tolerant of all evening when I literally did not have the energy to argue with anymore. But I still had three quarters of a very large and very expensive and very delicious glass of wine in front of me. And I was taught by my mom to never waste alcohol. What a legend. She goes, I looked down and I a bag to my left, with my jacket placed in between the handles, and I knew I had a very tough decision to make. I had to. I have to admit, I briefly did consider and throwing the glass of wine at him, but I knew that would be a waste. So without saying a word, I picked up the glass, gulped the whole thing back and walked out. He shouted after me, I don't know what, and everyone turned to look and all I can say, all I could think was, please be a push door, please be a push door. I get to the door and it was. I opened the door and walked out and thankfully the, at the lights, there was an empty taxi. I got in so quickly and just said, drive. I gave the poor man a fright, but he was very nice and brought me home. Even before I even got home, he had deleted me off Tinder, so I couldn't even report him. You might think our story ends here, but no, it doesn't. A couple of years later, I was on the journal reading the news one night and a story with a very familiar name came up. So I Googled the name. I have to make sure my internet's on here. Uh, I Googled the name and I put in search into images just to make sure. And lo and behold, it was the same stallion. So I'm just going to click on his story here. Uh uh-huh. I'm afraid to give too much away because it'll tell who this person is. So I'm like, how do I tell this story when I, um, you know, because I'm coming after me? Just Basically, this guy was really drunk in Dublin uh, yeah. one night and he was asked to leave this pub because he was so drunk. So he decided to try and set fire to the pub. Oh. Yeah. And it's a pretty standard reaction, to be fair, when you're oh, asked to leave. absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. yeah. Wow. Um, I hope in the six years, This has happened, you have um got better taste. You (laughs) listen to your intuition and you see the red flags before they happen. The minute you said the thing about him looking down on dubs, Mm. oh I'm already pissed. I'm already annoyed. I like I'm like I'm a dub. I'm like basil born and raised in Dublin. And like I don't have any part in a bit of slagging, but There's always this kind of line. You always know. There's always a little line of like when it's a bit of crack or it's snooty, snotty, like yeah, um, rudeness. It's like the north side, south side thing, which is grand. That's Mm. great. Back then, there's always a southsider. No offense, outsiders. There's always a southsider who just takes it too fucking far, and they're they're really high and mighty, like about where they're from on the Mm. south side. So you just can't. Stand. I can't stand. That's why I could never date someone from the south. <laughs> I just literally couldn't. I can't either because they usually ask but where even you. Even if they're okay, somebody they know or someone in their family is a fucking asshole. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to people that the south. You're just like
0: I don't like people who look down in Dublin, and then you just look down on half of Dublin. Yeah, but they're loud. It's just outside. They have money. They don't care about us. Well, really I, think, I think what happened was he said that commenter when they were messaging on Tinder. And I think sometimes when people write stuff, you just think that maybe you're reading it wrong and not yeah, in the right tone. Yeah, you're picking up the tone wrong. It is yeah, hard, yeah.
1: but like... Oh but I do think
0: she's right. I would have thrown the glass at him. I would have. I would have wasted the wine.
1: Yeah. Yeah, honestly. Because I like as, as two very LGBT plus supporters here, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't... Be, but actually, to be honest, the screaming at her that she passed him, Yeah, the fact that he didn't look like his us, that probably would have been like enough. Now, I'm saying this, this hasn't actually happened to me, but like,
0: do you know what kind of way? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I think sometimes when you, especially on a first date, like, you kind of feel like you have to give somebody more of a chance than you maybe... W- should and, yeah. but I think that like that whole idea of like this is why I don't like dinners because if she had just gone for a drink with him you okay. could have walked out so yeah. much before that like quick yeah. but like first of all uh, um, if he would said that homophobic comment before she paid the bill I would not have paid no, she'd already paid at that point I would have walked out and left him with the bill there were so many red flags there but I feel like maybe in retrospect maybe we see them easier like but yeah, I think yeah. that obviously the homophobic co- comment was the thing that you can't come back from like you can't come back from that
1: no I've only uh, like one time I remember going for food with a guy at our first date and that was only because we went for drinks and we were having such a good time mm. we were drinking for so long and then we were like we're both fucking starving because we met like say early daytime mm. so it was during the lockdown so you know, the pubs had to close at what was it, like 8pm or 9pm whatever it was and um, we ended up going for food because like we'd been out so early, but that's the only time. I I I'd been with him for about four or five hours before I went and sat and had a meal with them. So like you know, like hopefully at that stage, there was going to be a yeah. horrific was going to go up. But yeah, like the 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 thing about the schools and then the gay teacher. Oh no, no, it's all so bad. You I know, know. I was rotting in a cell somewhere. I swear to fucking God, you piece of shit.
0: Like, for me, I remember being on a date with somebody and they used the word, like, I actually hate even saying this word because it actually makes me feel like people think I would use this, Yeah, bender. And I was like, Uh-oh. are you joking me? That's a, like where the people used in like 2002. Yeah. And it wasn't cool then, but like, it was definitely used a lot more than that than it is now. And like, it's just yeah. disgusting.
1: Yeah, no, it's a remember the Hillary Duff it? It was an American edit from years ago. And it was like, it's not okay to say that's gay. No. <laughs> so you shouldn't be using terminology. Yeah. Like describe you know what I mean, like something is bad or whatever. That is a, a term then used for, for like gay people.
0: Yeah, because Uh, I remember years ago, like I used to say, oh, that's okay. did we all? We we all did. did. But like I'm hand up and will say that. And like, and you know, once I learned, I suppose, once I became an adult and knew that that was really derogatory and, you know, knew the context behind it, you stop using it. And I think it's fine if somebody had said to me, oh my God, I used to call someone a bender back when I was fucking 18, 20 whatever. He'd be like, well, you don't use it now, do you? No, don't, Grant. Also, like... This idea of thinking that a gay person can be a teacher, she get the fuck out the door.
1: <laughs> also, like, I mean, like, that'd be saying, like, well, a straight teacher will influence them to be straight. Like, like do you realize how stupid, like, people are not influenced to, they are, they just are yeah. who they are? Oh, oh, God. It just, it the just, a girl. <laughs> it somewhere. just kept getting worse and worse. And then I'm really annoyed that she didn't get to say to no, you don't look like your fucking photos,
0: dude. I know. I think that, to me, I probably would have went out in a blaze of glory. I would have poured the glass across <laughs> his head. I would have called him every name on the sun and I would expect everyone in the restaurant to start going. <laughs> and then she should have walked up to the bunch of lads and shifted one of them. Yeah. Grabbed the best looking one, shifted them and then just said, I'm out. Whatever her name is. Nicola hey town down. <laughs> <laughs> And then walk into the like. Never mind getting the taxi, getting a rickshaw up to Coppers. I was going, let me in. Yeah,
1: I mean, and in saying that, like, I, if it if happened to me, I'd probably be an emotional fucking
0: wreck. Oh, I would have cried my eyes out. I would be in the taxi with the taxi driver, and be like, I'm dead. He said, I <laughs> yeah. looked like the type of girl who <laughs> enjoyed a bottle of wine.
1: I mean, it's kind of true, but it's not every night.
0: Well, no one can say I look like the type of girl that enjoys a bottle of wine because I don't drink wine. But if they said no, uh, sixteen goes. bottles of prosecco,
1: yeah. or you know, some Corona, would enjoy a six-pack bottle of Peroni.
0: Peroni for life, Peroni. <laughs> if Peroni uh, want to sponsor, Jake going to take it. They're more than welcome to.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you'd like to sponsor us on our Prony wine journey. <laughs> uh, if you can buy us a cup of coffee. I will actually go to alcohol instead mm-hmm. because me and Nicola were talking. We probably we haven't done ages ago well back in COVID times we did a drunken oh my um, god
0: it was so funny
1: so we probably should do something like that again
0: and this time Um, we're gonna yeah we'll get people to send us in questions that like we can do we'll do questions with each other and then if there's anything you ever want to ask us and you think we have to have a few drinks in us when we ask and I then you know it's the worst thing you know when you're drunk and like you don't obviously, you remember conversations, but you don't remember like all of them. And then yeah. I'll have to listen back to it. To edit
1: it. <laughs> be like, oh my God. And what do we? Do? What are we saying? What are we I know. doing?
0: And we're not inviting anyone over because Neil will just ask really bitchy or really um sexy questions. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Your sister uh, got a few in that time as well, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Um, We will do that because we do have new, a couple of new followers and stuff like yeah. that. We'll put that up. But in the meantime, following that, insane date yeah i did put up some stories and kind of ask a couple of questions she did ask because anyone else had a date in a car park like myself <laughs> surprisingly 25 percent of you who are these people please i need to know who you are i need you to get in touch with me we need to share yeah. our car park stories together I, I i i need to know more um and then you asked whether anyone had gone to a date without learning the person's name, like yourself. Mm-hmm. 83% had said yes. So a little less than the old car park, which is again surprising. Very, very surprising.
0: Well, I'll never forget him, that guy with the name I'll never know. <laughs> but yeah. he, could, like, he could be listening to this and he had no idea that we went on a date in Kios and I had no idea of his name the whole night. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good times. <laughs>
0: Uh, we did ask yes, yeah, so About some bad dates So if you Now you've listened To this people right You might be like You might never sent in a story Or maybe you know one That's so much worse But we did ask some people And they did send us Some bad dates Yeah This girl sent us in one Saying the date wasn't too bad <laughs> But then he asked for a kiss And I said alright He started biting me Then we got home And he said I had a great time Can we do it again I said I had a great time too But next time we're kissing Do you mind not biting me He ghosted her <laughs>
1: Oh my god.
0: i was seeing some sort of biting fetish, and he's just like, What is he a vampire? I just, oh. I hate when people start like nibbling at your mouth. You're like, Fuck off. Like,
1: people, like, I don't mind like, not, not like with a, like, not a first kiss. I don't mind like a little, a tiny little bite on the lip or whatever.
0: But, I know, like, I've seen, I've seen your neck before, Roshi. See it before, <laughs> you know.
1: Oh, mom, turn off. Um, but like no, but like it is like, but not for a first kiss, not for a first kiss. Oh no, just oh no, not no. good. Um, I'm tr- I'm trying to see here. You did ask as well, like place bad places. People, someone said their sister had a first day at a gym. She oh, is yeah gym bunny. I <laughs> like, so that's uh, that's particularly woeful.
0: That's horrific. Like, honestly, I literally was like, that's, th- um, please don't ever bring me. Like, honestly, I think that might be the word. I would prefer a gym than a car park. Or sorry, I prefer a car park than a gym. Yeah. Sorry, like, what do you wear to the gym? Either you're wearing, like, tight leggings or oversized shit. So you're either wearing, like, bet onto your clothes or clothes that's, like, you know, make you look like you're having triplets. And me, that's <laughs> what I wear. I wear oversized everything and then tight leggings. And I'm not having anyone be like, hey, let's do a squat. Like, no, but off and die. They least he drive away in a car park. Yeah, and the car park can be like, just one second, put the foot down. Uh, somebody, one of the people who did say that they went on a date in a car park said their first date was in Junction 14 car park. He wanted to feel me out that I wasn't a psycho before bringing me on a proper date. And they're together three and a half years later and have a baby. Oh, mm. well,
1: your team went a hell of a lot better than mine. That's for, that's for damn sure you mean that you're not having a baby with that guy you went in the car no I mean unsurprisingly he already had like whatever many kids Um, he didn't want more with me like yeah. I, I I can't understand I, I don't know how or why it didn't work out um, let's see what else was here Um, was I school, school,
0: school? oh I've got one here yeah. went for a date in a Starbucks in a well-known shopping centre I got there first and grabbed a coffee and then seen him coming in he took his in a cup to go and walked over to me and says, do you want to get that to go? I have the ca- I brought my camper van. It's in the car park. When she said, <laughs> when she said no, he proceeded to say, "Well, oh, that was a waste of Viagra. I, ju- Oh my God. I jumped up and said, get the fuck out of here. And then I seen the guy coming out from behind the counter. I thought he was going to throw me out, but he didn't. He heard what the guy had said and asked him to leave. Oh, what? The hell! You never bring up Viagra on the first date.
1: What the hell? What, like why? Oh, what? I'm listen. I'm sure fellas have had bad dates with girls. I, I'm sh- I'm sure of it. Like I'm 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 positive. But like, it. I mean, listen. We have a mainly female listener yeah. listenership, so it's gonna be mainly like bad dating stories of guys that come in. But it's so rare. Like that, we get like stuff like that from like men saying like, they're on a bad date with a girl, and you start talking about,
0: like, I don't know, her vagina. Like, just, <laughs> anyway, just I okay. think lads' bad versions of bad dates are usually they don't look like their pictures, the girl doesn't look like our pictures. Um, but like lad listeners do send us in one. We did look, but well, they were part of the conversation, they read the stories too and stuff. Um, one girl said. The first date she'd ever been on, she'd not not long moved and matched with a guy who said he knew a good place for them to go for food and said it was quite chilled. I turn up at said location, walk into what can only be described as a 1960s food hall set up an OAP special with two <laughs> courses for 6 95 <laughs> But she did say the roast was pretty good. And <laughs> it was all
1: worth it in the end. It was all worth it um, oh but you were asking people like for for good um, outdoor like activities and things mm. to do and there was lots of good things but I just want to mention the one scary one that came in which was to go for a skinny dip yeah sorry no. I, I
0: remember this and I was like what <laughs> <laughs> no no and I'd like to point out that was sent by a boy yeah not Our- by a girl no. no woman thinks on a first date they're going on a fucking skinny dip.
1: Yeah. I did like the one, uh, somebody said that their current boyfriend took them to see the script in the three arena on a first date from Bumble. And obviously they're still together because she said "Yeah,
0: boyfriends." So that was cute. So I, I loved this, right? But also <laughs> if someone invited me to go see the script uh, on a first date, I don't know if I could go simply because I love the script. Yeah, and the script. when I go, I'm gonna be like, she's all laid up a bit, screaming, screaming the songs. Oh. I got a, t- Today I
1: got One single ticket To go see league 182 So I will be literally Going on my own Standing in the section And I In my head I was thinking Oh my god Imagine if I met someone On like next year And I <laughs> Standing there Where are you And I'm
0: so sorry I can't sleep I can't dream tonight Your son was like Courtney Kardashian And you're like I'm gonna miss you <laughs>
1: Like, like, yeah, no, no, totally for first date. Although in saying that, if I went to a concert on a first date and the guy wasn't put off, it's a, it's a good solid,
0: yes, yeah. Why am I screaming? I mean, <laughs> that, so who would be? Who could a guy like? If a guy was listening and he's like, "Oh, I want to date Row and I'm going to take her to a gig." Like, what would be the ideal gig for you to go on a first date to? Like, and imagine any any band or coming or a singer. Imagine, imagine a fella Take me to Lizzo. No, I'm just, I was thinking I'm of
1: Lizzo. 100% that bitch! Even when I'm crying crazy.
0: Yeah, I got I mean, boy problems. Yeah, one oh. man gotta be great till they gotta be. Like, sorry, <laughs> I mean, no man's going to that gig. No, I, I'm trying to think of one
1: that maybe would be good, but like, maybe. I think someone
0: aggression, like.
1: Who? Aggression wouldn't come out of me. Like Yeah, so. like
0: chili peppers might be good.
1: Yeah, Coldplay
0: would be amazing. If I no, I enjoy Coldplay like, too much. I just don't need someone there annoying me.
1: Yeah, it's true. Well, like if we're talking, if we're talking, about, if we're just talking about like a brilliant concert.
0: Yeah,
1: like I think if someone I like take it to. I think I would go. Like, yeah, you, and, you too.
0: You too. I think like a a band, like a rock band, are good because you can kind of do the swaying and stuff. But then I'm thinking like I sing my fucking. Yeah, music that's, that's it.
1: I mean, like you couldn't even take me
0: to see like a rapper, and I'd be like, "Oh, better lose yourself in the music." When I think of when I went to see Kanye and Jay Z, yeah, yeah, pre arena, you'd swear, you'd swear I was Cardi B. I yeah. was, oh, sure, I was rapping from the top of my head to the bottom. I thought I was fantastic <laughs> at rapping.
1: <laughs> I don't, th- I don't know if there's anything that's safe. You'd be probably be better off bringing me to see someone maybe I don't know. Yeah. Who like might be interested in or the the kind of music I'd be interested in. That way I won't be screaming, shouting and roaring. Daniel
0: O'Donnell is probably my safest option.
1: <laughs> no, because I'll tell you, I'd be like singing, walk me all around the floor. I just want
0: to dance with you.
1: it like even, even you know a Daniel O'Donnell song, even if
0: you try not to. I'd probably fancy him as well. I'd be like, oh, there's Lee Daniel.
1: So yeah Concert I think It would have to be Would have to be like Almost a band I d- didn't know Or not Yeah
0: Maybe like a Whelan's band Or something like that
1: Yeah exactly mm-hmm.
0: I don't know You know yeah. that I
1: would enjoy But I don't know
0: Yeah so, Somebody yeah. said um Rain for, for a good date Rainforest golf Was a good time For a sober date Which that's, yeah, that's, I kind of like that
1: a, That's in dum. I think that's a A well known uh Spot um, Where was the other one Like bowling or like a painting and clay class. I'm just thinking of like Ghost with Patrick Swayze and <laughs> Demi Moore. I was like, is that the vibe about a clay class? Like, also, get little-
0: I'm going to get really pissed off. I'm probably going to get clay all over me and then my hands are going to be dry and like mucky. And I did like someone said escape rooms. I like that. Well, the you-
1: the escape room. Well, like basically you really discover if you really like someone yeah. or not during an escape room. Because we did one before. <laughs> we were fucking screaming and shouting at
0: each other. Oh, my God. I did one with Michelle, and it's just the two of us. And we were so bad that the man came over the microphone and was like, have you tried the fireplace? And I was like, we're that bad that the guy is laughing at us out there and is trying to help me. You know what?
1: Knowing you two, you're too busy talking shite to each other. You weren't probably playing the game. I was
0: laughing so hard because all the things were probably really obvious. And I was like looking for hidden meanings behind like a candle being there. Uh, And and she was like, it's probably this sign on the wall. And like we were like looking at the signs and the thing was like right beside us in a very obvious place. But it's good for like if you're if you like a challenge.
1: Yeah, I think that would be good crack. Or maybe not even a first date. Like, even like if it was like a third, or like if you knew someone a little bit more and you knew yeah. that you'd have fun doing it. Because it could be the kind of thing that like you could do as a first date, but like the person may not enjoy.
0: Mm. Uh, I did um the drive-thru cinema to watch the Harry Styles film. That was pretty yeah. good. But That's like, cool. just because you can be in the car, but also then you can run down and get chips. So <laughs> it was great. Yeah.
1: Also, you know, it, it, I think someone did like, oh, walk like in the Wicklow Mountains. I
0: was like, bitch. Oh, first eight. We, we had to stop a friend of mine. We stopped a friend of ours going up the Wicklow Mountains for um a date. She was like, literally like met this guy on, I don't know, let's say plenty fish, and they're messaging. And then she was up in Dublin and she was like, oh, I'm meeting Jim Bob. And we we're like, oh, cool, where he's going. And she's like, Oh, we're gonna go for a drive up the Wicklow Mountains. And I was like, You are in your absolute with it was with ten of us in the house, and we are near like pinning her down, we're like yeah, and that's where people go to throw bodies. I yeah, like, no, no, I, sorry. I'm too big. I can't find you if he throws you out there.
1: No, and I I mean, I, I, I appreciate that. Lots of people would just mean it in a nice way to go for a walk or whatever, but no, absolutely fucking not, lads. No, please, please don't do that,
0: please. <laughs> please. No, thank you. It's a no from us, please. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I think that's. Kind of it um, On the kind of datings
0: so. Yeah Well look at We've had loads of them there So like If after hearing Our listeners one We do love When people send us in Either voice notes Or big long emails like that We will read them out We'll dedicate A whole episode to them So do If you've got like A funny story If you've got a funny I don't know A breakup story If you've got a How you got together Hey it could be like A fantastic way Of how you and your partner Got together Yeah. Um. What else would we love to hear I want to hear from a guard
1: Yes <laughs> Um, like we said earlier if you have questions for me and Nicola oh yeah you we're going to do our drunk it. episode soon so yeah, and, uh, we will put something up on the Instagram but um, if there is something you'd like to ask us or something about the podcast mm. or something about our dating lives or something maybe we've talked about before if you want to know more about it if you know anybody who'd like to come on, if you can think of any guests, because obviously Shifting and Drifting, the orange from TikTok, that came in from uh, my sister and also some followers. So if there are any people like that, it, like, l- listen, lads, uh, we've got suggestions to get try get more Higgins on. I'm not going to lie. We're a small podcast. Very difficult to get someone of that kind of
0: calibre on uh, the, the show. Well, so, she hasn't been on anything. Has she? I haven't heard her on a podcast.
1: No, I've never heard her on a podcast. But yeah, we're talking more, more realistic people that we might be able to get our hands on. Yes. And being generous and don't want to charge us for, for their time. Yes.
0: Someone did want to come on, uh, us to pay them 1,200 euros to come on. And being that we make absolutely no money off this podcast, that is a no. That's
1: a swift... Swift now. Unless all of you want to chip in for twelve hundred euros. No
0: one's worth that. I don't even think Maura Higgins is worth that. I'm sorry. No, I would take the twelve I would take the twelve hundred euro and be like, oh my god, Maura cancelled what we'd already paid yeah. and me and Oisin off <laughs> on holidays to Portugal. I mean, I mean if it was Beyonce or something like that, but I'd want a
1: private show for that kind of money, you know? I know. But actually, a private show from Beyonce is probably like
0: 120,000. Sorry, one point two million. <laughs> um <laughs> If anybody has seen any events in their locality that do singles events, let us know. We'll share them on Instagram as well. But I know you yeah. shared one recently, Ro, um, down in the West and because there'll be stuff coming up for Christmas. um, We'll uh, have to keep an eye for something.
1: We- I was away because I would have totally gone to it. Like I would have seen if you were available. But definitely, there's any in Dublin as well. Yeah. Or even I mean, if any there's... To to.
0: Even if it's not in Dublin, if it's somewhere that we can get a train to and a cheap enough airbnb or something yeah. like that we'll we'll venture i'm mad about the cold cheese, so yeah we'll go there we'll yeah, give we, it a try. we
1: were hoping to do that kind of stuff but it just covid and everything else it just didn't really materialize
0: so we'll have it's to do our going. coppers now row
1: <laughs> yes it's coming to chris this is gonna it's, it's gonna it's coming it is a coming. i haven't been in coppers <laughs> since covid and i know the christmas is coming and i can smell it i can smell the sweat the sticky floors and the hatred I have for myself <laughs> after I've been in there.
0: So Hey, we just have to just embrace it. We've been in rhymes and like it's pretty much the same thing. So, well, I mean, uh, have you ever been asked, Mum,
1: turn off, please, before I tell <laughs> the story? Have you ever been asked in coppers if you want to lick out in the disabled toilet? <laughs> I have. <laughs> I have. Beat that story, kids. If anybody else has a copper story.
0: We should have, when we're doing our Coppers episode, we'll do a dedicated Coppers episode. You send us yeah. all your Coppers stories and stuff like that. So if, there's, if you think of one now and you want us to hold it for when we do our Coppers episode. So we are recording these. We're going to do our drunk episode. We're going to do a Coppers episode coming up. And um, we're going to do, actually, yeah, we're going to do a book episode as well. Yeah, so if there's a book of, that you um really think good. other people, single people should read, let us know. Um, yeah. And we'll put it out there. So nearly like a book club and you all can listen and we'll do a kind of chat yeah. about it and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, But yeah, we'll let you go because we've been chatting to for ages. I uh, hope you enjoyed our listeners' horrific date yeah. and anything you can match or beat, let us Gosh. know.
1: A uh, racist, misogynistic, <laughs> homophobe, bastard who hates teachers, gays and little kids.
0: Yeah, I'm like, how much worse can you get than that? It has to be someone who like spends their time, I don't know, beating their mother.
1: I mean, literally, the only thing were the only other thing, additionally, that you could add onto that that would have been terrible is if you would added that woman's Viagra story <laughs> into that story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If it's
0: like that's a waste of Viagra, when you? Yeah, swung. yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I wonder how I sell
1: you poor souls,
0: Ian, if you are listening to this and you want to send your version of this in. <laughs> <laughs> only dying now, Ian. <laughs> All right, my children. It's been lovely to be with you again. Roisin, as ever. Beautiful to see you and to chat. You, you. look stunning, babes. Bye. Oh, have a good Bye. evening. Love you guys. Bye. Love you. Bye.